I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. podcast oh my god i thought i was opening nope and as uh but this week as we're calling it fuck it we're doing it live okay we're doing it live friends there's too much going on to do a proper episode of the podcast yeah so much and kate and i just really want to go and eat noodles and hang out and talk basically this afternoon um but i am unavailable next weekend next weekend i have to go and play rockstar because mr malash at all are coming up to yeah. Toronto yeah. because it will be 25 years since the lads first played a terrible <laughs> rock show in the basement of the House of Shalom Youth Center in Amherstburg, Ontario. Amazing. On uh, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I believe they were having a fundraising dance-a-thon. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were barely a band. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if we had enough equipment. I know definitely at one point I I performed the uh, secret song from Green Day's Dookie, which was Great. about uh, masturbation. And Fun we, stuff. We threw pink mints in the crowd. Yeah. Because um, we basically just got by on Charisma. Yeah. Which made the, uh, you know, high school decent bands very mad at us. Ooh. Um, <laughs> and we threw pink mints, in, pink mints in the crowd, never occurring to us that perhaps people might throw them back. <laughs> That's um, great. So, yes, uh, since that point, we played off and on in numerous bands uh, in various configurations. And it's been 25 years since we did. So, Homeboy's going to remember, try to remember if he still knows how to play drums. So, that's what we're doing next weekend. And I did not want to leave y'all with two weeks without episodes. So, we are hot shotting kind of a basic chit chat episode, which I guess we would call. Love in the time of coronavirus. I like that. Because... Catchy. Eh, not my joke. I've, I've seen it out there before. <laughs> <laughs> Love in the time of coronavirus. It's like I die unmarried and everyone gets pneumonia. Um, because, Kate... Yep. Am I fucking going to Japan? I, I don't know. I actually don't know. Like, last time we spoke, it was off air. I was all like, oh, it's fine. You'll be fine. And now I don't know if you're going to be fine. I still think Japan will be fine. Yeah. Here's the thing. There, yeah. there are a number of... <laughs> what a difference a week makes, friends. It's true. Um, so last week, where we where were we at? Everything was closed in Japan. We were waiting to see what would happen if things were going to reopen. We still don't know any of that. Nope. But since um, certain travel restrictions have continued to go between other countries, between Japan and other countries, and other countries in Japan... I know Japan is moving to, like, cancel visas for Chinese and South Korean wow. people, including Japanese nationals who have been in South Korea or China Holy in the last 14 crap. days. Um, Abe submitted to the diet for uh, powers to declare a state of emergency, should he feel the need to. He's not saying he wants to declare a state of emergency right now, but... Jesus Christ. Which would basically, you know, allow them to dictate the hours of operations for shops. Yep. Um, or to like go to your house and be like, this is a hospital now. Um, fun <laughs> shit like that. Uh, most recent numbers, they were just coming up on 500 cases total right. for the country. Um, but th- th- deaths not increasing recovery increasing. So yes. people are getting it and recovery is increasing. And again, 145 million people 
500 cases. Yes. Um, and cases in America are now See, exploding. This is what's happened. Now we're on opposite sides of it. I'm like, ooh, maybe you should. And you're like, no, these are all the reasons why. No, no. I don't think. I still. Yeah. As of now. Yeah. do not think if I go to Japan, uh-huh. anything's going to happen to me. Right. I think there are too many variables regarding America and Canada. Right. For me to confidently take this trip. Right. Because while I'm there. Oh, and also we got the uh, major Canadian retailer sent their response out basically saying what everyone is saying is like, if you've been anywhere in the past 14 days, you have to self-quarantine. Which. Why don't you give us paid sick days? Um, basically is the, yeah, it's, it's a much bigger national issue than just your store. Um, but again, that was, if you have been, I am going. What are you going to tell me if I come back on April 21st? I talked to my GM about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and her first reaction was <laughs> she had been on vacation. I hadn't seen her in a while. And I'd sent her an email basically titled The Chillest Month of My Life. And <laughs> Wait, your doctor? No, Is my it? GM. General manager. Oh, oh, sorry. At work. My I, boss. I was thinking general practitioner. No. And I was like, what? Um, I can't email my doctor. And basically... There wasn't even an ask in there. I was like, I don't even yeah. know what I'm asking you. This is just what's up. Because yeah. they had just sent out the thing saying, you know, you're going to have to self-quarantine. I was like, I cannot be out a month of income. Right. Like, right. Um, I'm good. But the plan was always to, like, hit the ground running when you as got soon back. as I got back. Yeah. And if you tell me I got to stay home, although home quarantine continues to sound like the fucking dream <laughs> for multiple reasons. Um, wow. <laughs> you know, I can't be out that much money. And her first response when i saw her finally uh as she came in in the morning was are you really not gonna go and i was like have you read like the a newspaper or yeah. anything like the shit is wild out there and we got to talking and her thing is like she's got a trip planned for la and it might be like the same fucking thing like right. the shit's popping off all over which is again on my one hand where i'm like you know well fuck it i just just go is because it's here right there's no you know, not, not to be all doom and gloom about it but like there's no containing it at this point. No. It's here. Yeah. So now it's like prevention on your end as yeah. an individual. Yeah. And, you know, prevention of spreading it to other people, mm-hmm. which is, you know, two weeks ago, I read that very dire article in the Atlantic that was basically like, you're going to get the coronavirus. Right. Like quit working under the assumption that you're not like you're right. going to get. It. Um, it's here. We're just going to have to learn. To, it spread too fast. We just got to learn. Yeah. It's reactionary now. There's no prevention. It's reactionary. And if anybody wants to know, I know how it developed. Because I find that kind of stuff interesting. Because I'm a weirdo. Thanks, Panagolans. Um, Seriously. <laughs> you assholes. Actually, it's stacked cages and wet markets. Yeah. It's the problem. Not bat soup, you fucking racist. Yeah. Even though that's mean because bats are cute. <laughs> and they do good things. Bats? Yeah, they eat mosquitoes, which spread malaria. Calm down, science girl. You know what? Bats are amazing. So while I, you know, follow enough Japanese Instagram accounts and websites to mm-hmm. be like, you know, see all these people like living their lives right. pretty chill while I go on Reddit and read stories from people who are like, so we just left yeah, to go out of LAX. The flight was half empty. It was great. And now we're here and we got through fine. And... Yeah. Seems pretty chill. Those are all encouraging signs to me. Right. However, if while I'm over there, mm-hmm. Dorito decides, you know what? Pause on Japan. And suddenly my flight gets canceled. Yeah. On American Airlines. I, A, have no money to live in Japan. And B, barely have enough money to buy a flight direct to Toronto and bypass, you know, the American border. Right. 
Well, no, they can't just abandon people. Can't they? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure they can't. Can't they? Um, maybe credits would be issued or things like that, but that's very stressful. And also, I don't want to be there constantly. Like, if I'm there, I want to wake up and be like, where am I going to go today? Right. Not, what has happened? Has the CDC up the <laughs> travel warning? <laughs> well, you're answering your own question then. I know, but it fucking sucks, Kate. It does suck. Like... I still, that some airlines are, American Airlines, American Airlines, American Airlines, is being... Uh, If you say it three times, (laughs) it's not going to appear. They are continuing to be very rigid, where Japan is concerned, Mm -hmm. um, and are not offering any credits, or maybe if you escalate, depending on the the rep you get, maybe you can get a free rescheduling, which I mean, part of me has already considered... um, I was thinking, oh, fuck it, maybe I'll go in October and, like, right. go for my birthday and you know, it'll be fall colors instead of cherry blossoms. That was another hard hard one to swallow. They canceled all right. the cherry blossom festivals. Like, they're not setting up the lights. They're not doing anything that could, like, risk drawing a crowd. Like, yeah. there's not going to be any Hanami parties, no no picnics under the cherry blossoms, like, none of that. Like, right. So maybe you should It's go. all very sad, Katie. It's it so is. sad. It is. It is sad. And you're answering your own question. I know. But then I have to, like actually take the steps and I may not recover if I actually start making the moves to cancel all these things and get my money back or be out, you know, a thousand dollars on a flight. Also, airline fees, like, you're going to charge me $300 to cancel? Why the fuck would I cancel? I'm just not going to go. You're going to charge me $300 for the luxury of canceling. Like, right. no. <laughs> fuck you. I'm not going. Be like Mr. Ferguson to the boarding desk? No, you'd be calling for a long ass time because I ain't there. <laughs> With, I mean, be here with my $600. Amazing. <sighs> what a time to be alive. Uh, that's like all times. Seriously. Yeah. It just, what's really sad is all of this could have been preventable. That's the worst part. Who knows? Well, yeah. On a, I was like, who knows what stage? On a few stages. If China hadn't been like, well, no, no, nothing to see here. Well, no, no, they're actually pretty good this time. It was SARS. They were like, you know, there's no man behind the curtain. Like they, they, they were a little bit on this one. They, the, the whistleblower got silenced for a while. Yeah. Um, but it was, bec- they also with SARS, the, the, the virus started in the same way mm. on these like wet markets. Um, and they had closed them for a long time. And then they reopened them, reopened them because rich people wanted weird food. That's basically, you know, I'm doing it a little a little injustice, but that's basically it. Once again, rich people. They ruin everything. Um, and Japan probably didn't close the borders soon enough because Chinese tourism money yeah. is too sweet. So they kept letting them tours come in maybe a little longer than they should have. The ship was the ship. I mean. Yeah. I'm surprised it survived. Was it was just zombies or I something I don't know now. what y'all could have done aside from like being, no, no, <laughs> go live out on the ocean. <laughs> we will fly. And actually, there's another ship that's trying to like dock in places and the people keep on turning them away. In California, right? Or do they try in California? I, I can't remember. I think they tried somewhere in like Southeast Asia. And they a were real, like, nope. It's a real bad look for the for the cruise industry. Yeah. I don't know how they're coming back from this one. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, so, and the, the response to it, and th- that's the other thing about Japan, is the tinfoil hat look is like, 
they're not testing as aggressively as they could be or they're right. bearing the numbers because they don't want to risk losing the Olympics. Well, that's the other thing. The, even the states are like, oh, no, we're fine. We don't have that many cases. They haven't tested yeah. a ton of people. <laughs> the New York Health Department is screaming for like, yeah. can we test people? Uh, your your people caught a bad look I know, last week. I know. Your folks got a bad look, Kate. I know. I read the article yesterday and I was like, CDC, C- what are you doing? CDC had some bum kits out there initially. Yeah. And like there was a bunch of other stuff as well. I think, I think maybe someone put someone in charge of the CDC who should not be in charge of the CDC. We all know that I should be in charge of the CDC. Caitlin, you don't have a medical degree. I don't need one. I'm amazing at organizing things, oh my God. and I'm amazing at recognizing people for their special specialties, which I do not have. <laughs> We're like, oh yes, I know nothing about this, but you, Kevin, her you specialty know. is recognizing the specialties of others, and that is a specialty. It is. I can't deny it. Yep. Um, so yeah, I should definitely be in charge of the CDC. So yeah, I mean, too many variables floating out there that I have no control over that really have nothing to do with the virus itself or contracting the virus. It has to do with, uh, white panic, basically. Mm. Mm. <laughs> is, it's, is that a grunt of disagreement or? It's a, it's a grunt of disagreement because it's not just white panic. It's everybody panic. <laughs> It's and but also panic, but also like more people have died from this than they did SARS, and SARS was more widespread. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's a little bit of like, eh, really don't want that to turn into the Spanish flu. And some fucking dude who's got it here rode the TTC for three days. Like, I was riding the streetcar down <sighs> downtown yesterday, and I was like, well, if I'm getting it, I'm getting it now. Like, yeah. and also planes. Planes are not. Good. <laughs> they just like the, things grow in planes, and you breathe in everyone else's air. Mm-hmm. And they're not. They're they're not good. Planes are not good. They're tin cans full of germs that <sighs> somehow fly. So I guess I got a few more months to. Uh... Although for all I fucking know, it will be like the Spanish flu, and like the numbers drop in August, and then come September, back again, back like it left something. No. I don't think I think they'll get it under control and eventually. I mean it will spread. People will get it. Um and then they'll recover and, and I read that article you mentioned about it becoming like the flu season, right? And cold it's, flu and COVID nineteen season. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, which is unfortunate. And hopefully they do come out with something that is a vaccine. It will take a year. Yeah. To not listen to what anybody bronzed is telling you about how long that's gonna take. Yeah. Um fuck. What a like not, not to be my mother about it, but like, kind of, of course, right? Like, fucking, of course. No, don't do that. Kind of, of course. Don't do that. You know how many other people are like missing weddings and missing like funerals and really not saying this is not important, but like really important momentous occasions because they can't fly somewhere. This HMV Shibuya continues to fucking Taunt torture you. me. <laughs> Having a sale on Japanese classic Japanese pop this weekend. Cool. I'll just post every record I want. Or you could go there and it could be a little bit of a like ghost town. You could feel what it was like in uh, the eighties. Uh, so who's ready for the rage buy? Um, not me. <laughs> don't. I don't need to do much rage buying. Oh, you say that now. Mm. Say that now, and then I get a, a message about you want to know how much money I spent on on records. I haven't looked at Discogs. I just have a, I have a, I have a cart started on a on HMV oh, already. No. Oh no! It's just the new Jabez record. Oh well, that's nothing. It's just a yo shouts to shouts to Cops Records who had a new Jabez record. Oh, it was eighty fucking dollars Canadian, but that's, wow. 
I don't know if I don't know if I paid that much. Also, can you imagine if I hadn't imported it and I saw it there yesterday? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, how's your life? Uh, great. I've been playing lots of games lots recently. Lots of games? Yeah. What are you playing? So I totally forgot to mention it on the last pod, but I've, um, we went to a game cafe and played. Oh, like board games. Yeah. Like a bunch of stuff. Um, and, uh, I cannot figure out what it was called. Like I've looked it up. It's basically, it, it's like an advanced Jenga. Oh my God, Kate, you let me touch my eye. <laughs> It's an advanced Jenga, um, and uh, but it's a, basically a pirate ship, and you have okay. to like balance things on different levels of the masts, and it was ridiculous amounts of fun. You're like, this is a baby game. Oh, no, it's not. They're a strategy, <laughs> and also, I won um, at least one round. So there was that. Um, I learned to play code names, which was a lot of fun. I've always, I mean, we sell it, and I know it's popular, but mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know the gimmick or. It's. I've always heard it recommended as like great for like your casuals, like mm-hmm. people who don't want heavy euros. Like it's yeah. just a good like you know, board card game to like yeah. play at parties and shit. Basically, you have to. It's almost like charades in that you're on teams mm-hmm. and you have to try and communicate the code name to to your partner. Right. Um. Uh, but in this one, it was like a picture version instead of actual words. So it was like, and, and the pictures are very like abstract and there's like a clock flower or like a whale, um, in a balloon. Like it just weird thing. So you have to try and use single words to describe as many of the pictures as you are yours. Right. Anyways, that was a lot of fun. Um, the same with this like pirate Jenga game. Like it's for people who just want to have a fun game. They don't want to read rules for an hour. Um, and then uh, on the other side, um, so Chris, there's a game in the game of Dungeons and Dragons called Three Dragon Auntie, and it's basically poker. Uh-huh. Um, and it's been in D and D for God knows how long, probably the eighties. Oh God, did they make an app of it? Well, the, no, they made an actual card game many years ago, mm. um, but they've revamped it. And so he bought uh, this new Three Dragon Auntie. Had never played it before, and we played it the other day, and uh, it was fantastic. It was this really fun, like gambling game. Um, again, very much like poker, you're anteing up, you're, there's a lot of strategy involved. And of course I won. Because I, I win. Of course, of course, of course you did. Yeah, except I didn't win code names. I was not very good at it. Um. Damn, son. And then, uh, also a classic for us that we just sort of like playing generally is something called timelines. Um. Oh yeah, that's one where you get things and have to organize them according to when they debuted or events. Chronologically, basically. And it gets harder as you go because it's yes. like you might only have two things on the board and it's really easy to figure out that like, you know. The printing the, press the, yeah. <laughs> came <laughs> that, like, before the moon, newspapers. Yeah, the moon landing came after the printing press. But yeah. when you start getting like 50 things there and you have to yeah. like. It's really yeah, that's, a fun, that's a really fun game. Especially the like late 1800s where there's just so many innovations and inventions. Yeah, when it gets down to like a matter of like one or two years. Yeah. And like there, there was, you have these moments where someone like puts it and it's like. This thing I'm just going to say is like the invention of this type of drug and you put it in and it's literally the year after Mm. the thing. You're like, oh, damn, whoa, Um, because we're all nerds. Um, (laughs) The other thing is I um, I taught Chris how to play Crazy Eights. 
You'd never know. <laughs> you, you, you ready for your hot crazy eights takes, son? Yeah. You didn't know you were coming here for hot crazy eight takes. Which is uh, hard to say. It's a it's a fun classic game, and if you don't know how to play it, you should just learn how to play it. The question is though, what like what rules do you have? Can you put down as many sweets as possible of the same same card, or do you do it one at a time? Yo, get at us on Twitter for those hot. Crazy eight suggestions. Your I mean, or, girls got you covered. You know what? Suggest to me really good card games to s- teach someone who's new into card games. Like Chris, had, like had never played Go Fish. He'd never played Crazy Eights. Not asshole. Like none of those. So I'm asshole's always good. Yeah. I'm trying to like slowly teach him games like that. I don't know. Um, it's not. I don't even know. Like what we call old maid. Yeah. Is that like? I don't know. I've never played one. I don't know. There's the Japanese card game where you basically just try to make pairs, but you pull other people's cards, and then like oh, if you get the Joker, like you're at, you're stuck with the cards. Right. If you don't make a match, but if you make a pair, you lose your cards. Whoever loses their cards first, and then but if you get the Joker, yeah. you're like, if you pull the Joker, if you yeah. have the Joker in your hand, you're fine. But yeah. if your opponent pulls the Joker, then that's uh you're out type of thing. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, that's that's those are the basic rules there. Yeah. Um, only game I played well two games back on my gta shit because i i have a i have a goal now yeah. i have a plan yeah i have no goals or plans in life but yeah. GTA, gta i'm <laughs> I'm, set, I'm set for um, there's a schedule of activities yes, i know exactly there's... i know exactly what i'm doing i only play for a couple hours because i tick off a couple things yeah because probably what's considered well, there are a couple like the flying car and the flying bike are like the two like ultimate vehicles sure i had no idea they existed but... oh yes um, Amazing. It's very much turning into like Saints Row. Anyways. <laughs> one basically, these aren't in the game itself, it's just in the online, but oh. um, what they one looks like a DeLorean basically, like the DeLorean in Back to the Future 2. Yeah, like yeah. you get some speed and then you click the stick and you can the fly. wheels go down and you can fly. Oh my god, that's um, amazing. And the bike is just a like, they had one that basically was a motorcycle with a rocket boost that you could then like catch some air on and like right. glide for a bit. But this yeah. one is straight, basically just like a floating rocket bike mm-hmm. type of thing. It costs like $4 million of in-game money. Wow. But I think I'm at a point now where I have enough going on. Yeah. I have enough businesses that I don't have to actively like constantly run on fetch quests for mm. generating income that maybe in like another week or so mm-hmm. I will have enough for this because my shit is too spread out around right. the map yeah. that I don't want to like my turned out gun running was the most profitable which is like you have a you have a bunker, yeah. And but I bought the cheapest bunker, which was way the fuck up in the north. So it's like, go steal these supplies, and drive six in-game miles <laughs> down here, get the thing, drive six in-game miles back. Like, oh my god, that type of thing. And I was thinking, how how much sweeter would my life be if I just had one of those stupid flying bikes and mm-hmm. I could just be like, <laughs> I'm sorry, you were doing what? <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> appropriately oh. nerdy. <laughs> how dare you? Um zip off and get the shit because there are still there's stuff that i'm never going to touch there's like the casino heist like right. that takes so much money yeah like but i added another floor to my nightclub business because that's the one that like constant passively generates stuff yeah basically like you check in every few hours and suddenly you have all this stock you sell it bam money like yeah. that's you yeah. don't have to constantly run to get shit um so it's it feels nice to have a structure and a plan for that game um not for life but for the game not for life never for life uh only in games and of course don't come in there's been a lot of sweet moments in yeah. uh in there lately because we know i throttle my internet to like get solo sessions yes. so i don't have assholes killing me all the time yeah and i can just you know make my money but occasionally somebody will pop in and there has been like i think i mentioned it happened once on the show before but like i'll get like an in-game text message 
Like right. your phone will bloop yeah. from like another player basically saying like, yo, peace. Oh. Like, that's nice. just here to make some money. Yeah. It's like, oh, good, brother. Yeah. Just do you. Make that paper. Yeah. And we just leave each other alone and yeah. we go do our thing. And don't fuck with my shit. Don't fuck with my shit. That's just, that, that is applicable to life. Um, the other, the other thing that was dope if you're into this type of thing. Well, number one, grandpa just loves what a time to be alive. Um, <laughs> and being able to be at work and on his phone, go on the PlayStation site and be like, download this and then come home and it's downloaded on his PlayStation. That is pretty cool. Mm, the future, y'all, um, was the demo about maybe two hours long of the, uh, the heralded. Yeah. Never thought we'd see the day. Final Fantasy seven remake. My God. Why does it exist? I don't know. Isn't that one of people's favorite fan- Final Fantasy games? It was the crossover. It was the it was the indoctrination for a lot of people. Right. Um, Final Fantasy had obviously been around. There was the whole numbering thing where, like, on the SNES, if you were American, you played, like, 1 and 2 Yeah. on the SNES, but that was really, like, 3 and 4, or no, 4 and 6, okay. based, on, uh, based on the Japanese numbering. Okay. Fine. And then out of nowhere on the PS... One yeah. came Final Fantasy Seven. Right. They didn't they didn't bother with new numbering or anything. And it was just it had, you know, FMVs and like, you know, summons and shit like that. Right. And like nobody had ever seen anything like this. Story that made no sense. We all know it. <laughs> Y'all know it. The story makes no fucking sense. What is Genova? Tell me what Genova is. Any of you. Um <laughs> What was Sephiroth really after? Like <laughs> He was just a baddie. He just looked cool. He had yeah. a cool sword and a cool song. And, like, white, that's and white hair, right? And what is Cloud's problem? And who's Zack? And like, come on. <laughs> Y'all had to play like 19 other games to even get like a fucking... And watch terrible, like, cinematic... Terrible animated movies to try and piece together yeah. what the hell this plot with, was. With bad English. Such bad, bad English. Um, so, yeah. I mean, for a lot of us, that's the one that we like, holy shit. Like, yeah. JRPGs. What is this? But was mm. Uncle Sid in it? Uh, Sid was the pilot he was the airship pilot sid's gotta be in it sid's always in um sometimes he support he was an actual playable playable character here um he was the kind of the dragoon type very cool he had the spear very cool um so for some reason they decided to just completely redo this game right for the current generation right just all the character you know totally new graphics different Mm -hmm. play style you know it was a turn-based um kind of turn-based yeah and now it's it's kind of both like well number one so when it starts you get the gorgeous you know shot of Eris on the streets of Midgar you know right. seeing a flower seeing like you know Mako flowing out of it. the whole thing was like environmental type of thing right the earth was dying the this company Shinra was like pillaging the earth for Mako I'm sorry this is too close to home <laughs> this is supposed to be fantasy that was the other thing it was also Seven had a real like cyberpunk look early on right like you fought in a city, like Midgard. Right. There were trains. Right. There was a motorcycle fight, a chase fight. Isn't like, there airships? There's always been airships in the games, but you know, more based on like you know propellers and stuff. Like you, right. you fight, it's a fucking motorcycle. Like yeah. it's not. Yeah. They're cable cars and you know, mm-hmm. and highways and shit like that. And right. four seven, I don't think that really happened. A lot. I don't think they'd have mechs in six. I'm probably contradicting myself all over the place. The the real gamers with a Z are out there screaming. But you know what? Very confusing games. Who cares? Um, so now it's when, when it starts and you're just fighting with Cloud, Captain yeah. Big Sword there, it's real kind of like real-time action. Mm-hmm. Like, 
here's your button to attack. He's got two attack styles. Right. He's got the standard, like, you know, hold the sword in front of you like this. And then he's got the samurai style, like, you bring the sword up like this yeah. type of style. Pros and cons to each. Fill a meter, hit a button, shoot a fireball, or do a ability, stuff like that. Cool. Now, if you choose to party manage at all, that's the moment where I was like, oh, this escalated quickly. Like, because right. then the Barrett, you know, the huge brother with the gun arm, yeah. joins your party. You can either have, throw commands at him and have him do whatever, or you can bounce back and forth between characters and right. do it yourself. Barrett's got a completely different play style. He's for ranged attacks because he's got a gun. He's got a super, like, shot that, like, goes off, but then you can't use it for a while. And if you, like, choose to, like, mash a button, he'll, like, <laughs> stamp his gun on the, stamp his gun arm on the ground to try right. and, like, clear it or unjam it type of thing. Yeah. And, like, but he can only use, he's the only guy who's got thunder spells and Cloud's got fire spells. So if it, there's a weakness type, element type, right. bouncing back and forth. And I was like, oh, my God, if you've got, like, four characters here, like, your brain will explode. But doesn't that just feel like the old game? Um... But it was, like, more turn-based. You know, you, like, have more time. And I feel right. like there's probably a nerf mode in here that will, like, you know, slow the action down if right. you just want to focus on that type of stuff. Trying to do it all is probably going to be a little nuts. Like, by the time the last boss came around. Yeah. Which, you know, in the game was just, like, a, you know, scorpion tail mech type of thing. Yeah. Now it's fucking, like, jumping up on the side of the wall and shooting missiles at you. And it's, like, running, get behind this debris. And I'm like, what is... I'm just embarrassed <laughs> bashing his hand on the ground. I was like, what? What is happening? And uh, that shit got a little wild. Um, yeah. But the, the hook is, like, doing it this way. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be playing... If I choose to play these games, I'm going to be playing them until I'm 50. Like, right. this game is only going up to, like, when they leave the city. Oh. It's just Midgar, I think. Ooh. Like. Oh, yeah. And, you know, is there going to be a world map? Is so there going like, to be exploration? It's, is it's there like gonna an, be... an episodic thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Wow. So it's like, really cool. how much is this going <laughs> to... Cool, maybe, but I mean, you're going to shell it like nine hundred dollars. I was saying to the mo- uh, well, yes. I was saying to the most consistent man at work, yeah, um, who's like, FF Seven is his jam. Mm-hmm. Like he loves them all, but like Seven is his jam. Yeah. And I asked him if he played the demo. He's like, No, I'm not paying. I'm not playing the demo. I'm gonna wait till it's done. And he meant like when it's done. I was like, Oh, you're gonna? I was like, Yeah, you say you're not gonna play, but when they put out that like you know <laughs> deluxo box of like you know the entire thing and it comes with a statue and it costs fifteen hundred dollars, he's like, They will get my money immediately. Yeah. That's what I mean when it's done. I was like, oh, my dude. That's going to be a bad scene for you. Maybe he'll be retired by then. <laughs> That's all Honestly, we'll all be retired by then. It's going to yeah. take him. Like, you better hope. <laughs> Wash your hands, square. You're going to yeah. need to, like, make sure you're all around long enough to finish this shit. Um, uh, and all of you should be washing your hands as well. <laughs> Not to go back to that. Um I have to talk about. Oh, God. I thought we were wrapping up. Go no, ahead. Talk sorry, about it. I, Speak about I it. I have to talk about it. I have to talk about Picard. Um, I, I read there was there was a tragic death this week, or recently. Uh, oh God, I'm spoiling shit for no, no, shit for I, Caitlin. I, I know what they mean. I think there's been too much death so far. Too much death. Mm-hmm. Um, and also there's like a devastating thing, and it made me really sad. And I was like, no, Star Trek, don't make me sad. I need you to make I me don't come, happy. I don't come for you to make me sad, Star Trek. But a friend of mine who is a relative of Chris's, whose opinion, he says very like, how did I explain it yesterday when I was talking to him? Um, he has a very like refined sense for Star Trek. Like <laughs> he doesn't really like Discovery. He wants things to be, I, I thought he was just wanting things to be like the nineties, mm. you know, the heyday of Star Trek. Um, but he loves Picard. 
And what we talked about was he really liked that they continued the story because that's what a lot of us wanted. Um, I do really like Discovery for many different reasons, uh, which I'm sure I'll go into when it starts up again. Um, but uh, well, he he agreed that, that Picard was great. And um, we really liked seeing some of the old characters and that, that you know, this is where they are now. And, and it might not be this like perfect society like it was you can sort of see the crack showing but that maybe i'm coming around to this idea of like maybe that's what we need to see maybe we need to see the healing of the cracks and and how even when it things seem really like like things seem really desperate and in disrepair we can see something get get fixed and see some hope maybe maybe that's what we need Anyways, I just had to share that about about Picard, and the episodes are getting are getting better. So, like all Star Trek, it just it just goes up, it just exponentially. I think we can stop now. What are you doing? Crew in Starfleet, engage. What is that? <laughs> what is this? Happy birth! Happy sixteenth birthday to the. Captain Picard, you're the man now, dog. Song. What is this? Well, this probably predates your internet existence, but I. So, senior correspondent rules like Christopher like must not know about this because he has never played this for me. No, no. Uh, listener Kira argued that this was not the best piece of Star Trek related <laughs> memory. Right. I'll play you her her contribution in a minute. I just want to hit, hit let the chorus hit again. Google, you're the man now, dog. If you that predates your existence, it was. Um, I will. What, you don't know. You don't even know you're the man now, dog. No. Oh my god! It was this like single serving site. That was just like a grid of Sean Connery in the movie Finding Forrester what? and like a sound loop of him going, you're the man now, dog. You're the man now, dog. You're the man <laughs> now, dog. Why not? It was like oh, okay. Web 1.0. Oh, I miss Web 1.0. And then people started like making their own shit. Do people remember Encarta, Dic- or Encarta Encyclopedia? Because that shit was amazing. Um, I could look up anything. My favorite was Cosby Bebop. Which was okay. just like somebody took like you know monochrome images of Cosby, yeah, and it was like the theme song to Cowboy Bebop. Oh my god! <laughs> but like the Simpsons version of Cosby. Oh no! It's like pokey, 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 man. Eat the Jello pudding. People just made these, right? Um, wow, I missed so much when I was so thirteen. Number one fan, Kira. Yes, Kira submits that this is the best uh, piece of Star Trek memory. This is Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. What? This is strange. Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. Why is he climbing a mountain? Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. Why is he climbing a mountain? Captain Kirk is climbing How do I not know about these? Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. Why is he climbing a mountain? To hug the mountain. <laughs> to envelop that mountain with hug the mountain. I want to hug a mountain. That mountain with hug the mountain. Wow. That mountain, 
that mountain. This is just good for background music. She wants to make love to the mountain. Talk to young wow. Bodies and their, uh, fingers. Teeny toes. Teeny toes? Okay. Challenging uh, this is definitely Why something for later. I mean... Because I'm in love. Okay. <laughs> He's in love with the mountain. Um, listen. They each have their merits. Um... They do, and I am... Was there not somebody who, like, was totally, like, redubbing absurdly versions of um, TNG? Uh, oh, yeah. There's been a bunch of I feel of like that. that was, like, like when Facebook, like, peak Facebook. I feel yeah. like that's when I they saw They were redubbing videos. that, and there was also this whole thing, like, everyone says no to Worf. <laughs> like, that's one of my favorites. Poor Worf. Um, yeah. Did you ever see... Uh... I'm, I'm buying clothes at the soup store. Did you ever see that one? I did not. That's not Star Trek. That's an anime thing, but I'm going to show you that off mic when we go off mic. Okay. Um, That's amazing. <laughs> so on that note, see, we, I was, hot, hot memory for you. Maybe we should just do some chit chat more often because I learn all kinds of amazing <laughs> things. Me, me showing Kate memes. <laughs> Friends, thank maybe you. So- that, I'm sorry. That maybe that's what our 200th episode should be. It's just <laughs> you're showing me memes. God, just favorite internet shit from the past. Like, yeah. Oh, God. Where would I eat? Where would I even begin? Oh, my God. I got to show you're the man now, dog, too. Yeah. We're never going for noodles, y'all. Um, is that what we're doing? Are we going for noodles? I kind of threw that know. out there, but. Yeah. yeah. I love noodles. All right. Yeah. Reeves, there's a Reeves on Queen Street now. It's a lot closer than the one on Broadview. So. Sounds amazing. I mean, we'll go check that out. So we're going to go do that. Friends, uh, thanks for hanging with us at this very strange time as we you know, put our lives together. Uh, yeah. As said, no episode next week. I will be off banging on drums. I'm sure I'll try to make sure I throw some things up on the Twitter at GeekDownPod. Um, you can see those or get at us for any reason you see fit. Look for the show wherever you get your audio content. You can subscribe. And when you do, episodes will be brought to you every week by your mans. John C. Fastilic is the third. Just slapping them into your device. All you have to do. Thank you so much for joining us, friends. We will be back in two weeks with a normal episode, I guess. Um, fantastic. Episode. God, in theory, maybe I was I was almost going to be gone by then. Would you have been? Yeah, maybe. Oh. Right before. Friends, who knows what the hell you're going to get next week? Like Wait, it just or for like the next month. Like who like, even knows? I, I can't. I cannot tell you. I was supposed to be in Japan, so who knows what the fuck's going to happen around here? Yeah, it may just be <laughs> may just be a totally different podcast. We hope you'll join us for it. My name is Jordan Ferguson. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. The theme song is by Rob Gasser, and we hope you will join us at some point in the future, whenever that is, for another fantastic episode of the Down Podcast. Bye. Punch, 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 punch. Let the beat drop.